What's up, everyone? Hope you're having a fantastic Christmas season with family, with friends. Thank you so much for reading everything at golongtd.com and working the podcast into your life as well. Hopefully this kind of fills in some gaps along your holiday travel. Be safe out there as record this right now. It's, uh, it's pretty brutal out there in western New York. My God, the blizzard, the snow, the wind, uh, just impossible to drive. So if you're local, uh, be safe. Thank you so much for reading the Q&A with Isaiah Hodgins over at Go Long. Just unbelievably fascinating wide receiver for the New York Giants, plucked from the Buffalo Bills. They waved him. They thought they'd get him back on the practice squad. They're doing some roster maneuver. And well, in comes Brian Dable, uh, Joe Shane kind of stealing a player from their old team. And he's really become a go-to guy for Daniel Jones in this Giants offense. So just thought it'd be great to uh, sit down via Zoom with Hodgins, get a sense for what it's like to kind of kind of wait for your opportunity, get that opportunity, and then really take full advantage of it. As you'll see, he he really only has great things to say about the Bills, too, specifically everything he learned from Stephon Diggs. So really seeing Diggs up close day-to-day has served him well, and now it looks like he has a future with the Giants. They're going to have to do a lot in the offseason. They've got decisions to make at quarterback, running back, uh, but they've come a long, long way from the days of the dark days of Dave Gettleman. Uh, and obviously we had the, the series on that that go along with the autopsy. So uh, going to get back to those Giants. We're going to think big picture. I'll, I'll do a story, a series here very soon uh, on the Giants. Until then, um, here's a more profile look at one of their up-and-coming players, Isaiah Hodgins. And as we like to do here on the podcast from time to time, I uh, want to share a conversation that I had with somebody uh, for you all and would love it if you subscribed at golongtd.com through January 1st. Just follow the buttons within the stories on, on the site. You can subscribe for 25% off. That comes out to, what, $37.50 a year. And when you do an annual subscription, you'll also get a copy of the Blood and Guts, signed copy of the Blood and Guts. So greatly appreciate that. As always, make sure you work Fatty Beer Company into your life. They're all over the place. Uh, get your stouts, get your IPAs, whatever your drink of choice is this Christmas season. They've got you covered. All right. Thank you so much. We will talk to you soon. Merry Christmas, everyone. Did you know this opportunity would come where you could show the world who you yeah. are as a player yeah i mean uh i, I love my time in buffalo man i mean i still keep in contact with some of the coaches and a lot of the players and um you know just daily stuff and you know obviously it didn't work out kind of how i wanted it and um obviously you know every player wished that they play more be you know more part of the game plan and all that but um i think you know it kind of happened for a reason you know and it kind of ended up working out for the better like you know it was just tough obviously being in such a deep wide receiver room but I got to learn so much from those guys over the years just from Diggs to Beasley John Brown Emmanuel Sanders I mean even Gabe Isaiah McKenzie and just everyone and watching just tape practicing with them and coach Chad you know awesome receivers coach helping me with my technique and you know like just two almost three years of just like being with all those people and just grabbing knowledge of how to practice rehab play you know like just all the ins and outs and now that I'm here like 
I feel like I'm giving some of that to like some of the players here and, you know, putting them on game on stuff that I learned from over there. So, and now, you know, it's my opportunity to actually put that stuff into practice that I've been kind of sitting and waiting on for forever now. So what, what's uh stuff that you learned like from, from Diggs and Beasley and John Brown? I mean, anything, what specific did you kind of pick up on? I mean, just the like ins and outs of route running, you know, like just like, the different techniques and just like, you know, different ways that you could do a route. Like, you know, you just like talk to maybe like a regular fan or even just like a kid in college or you tell them to run a slant, like they might just run a slant. But like, you know, like in the NFL, there's like five different ways to run a slant, you know, based off leverage and press or off and this and that, like just a whole bunch of different stuff. So like, I feel like I got to really see like their technique and, you know, not just like, routes on paper was like okay like the route on paper says do this but like in the game you're really going to do it like this like and, and really understanding like the ins and outs of just like coverages technique and just like overall football IQ. So many like digs routes come to mind I mean he's just turning corners into pretzels it's like the old Steve I mean Stevie Johnson's a little before your time but it was kind of yeah. like he, he'd be out there and like you just said it's not a specific route, like linear on a piece of paper, it's yeah. reaction. It's like ba- a basketball game almost. It's like a feel for how that dude is playing you. That's kind of what Diggs does, isn't it? And, and I, yeah. I guess you could, you only know what to really do in the moment. Yeah, no, I mean St- Stevie Johnson is he's yeah. actually from the Bay Area where I'm from too. Yeah. So I've like known him, or I mean I didn't know him personally, but like known of him like since I was like in high school. Like so like you know, when he was in his Buffalo days, like that was someone I was like looking up to and I'm like, you know, like dang, like this guy's, you know, nasty with his releases and routes and like everything. And he actually like had hit me up and like quoted like that video um when it was the preseason versus Colts and I had that release and like deep catch and stuff like that. So I got to chop it up with him a little bit. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, people like him and Diggs, man, it's like you you get to just see like all the different ways that you could do one thing and all the different techniques. And it's like, like you said, like you really don't know, like going into the game, like, you know, like, you know, like you anticipate like, Oh, I think this corner is going to play like this and based off film, but he might come out and play a whole different way. And you kind of have to have your toolbox like ready and like, you know, think on the fly, like, all right, I'm about to hit him with this release. So, you know, that's, that's a lot of stuff that I learned being with them. God, I, I, I feel like people are, have already kind of forgotten his significance to your position. It's so true. Like nobody was really doing the stuff that Stevie did then where yeah. you're just free, you're freelancing out there. You're kind of freestyling yeah. and operating off of feel. So what does it like when you're out there is a play called and a route called and you're, but you have the option to kind of change it up. Like how does that work? when you're literally out there on a Sunday? Yeah. I mean, it depends. There's some routes that are like lock, like you have to, you know, like if it's like a lock slant, like you have to run the slant, but there's different ways that you can run the slant. You know, you can have a press corner and you could like burst them outside, like you're running a fade and like throw them by and come back underneath or you can inside release and then, you know, like keep going. And so there's just like a bunch of different ways, but then there's a bunch of routes like, and, you know, and I mean, Dave's offense, like where you just have a bunch of option routes, you know, and it's like you can go in, out, like straight, like sit down like a bunch of ways. So it's like when it's routes like that, you're really just like reading the coverage and reading the person in front of you and seeing how he's playing you. If he's inside, he might break out. If he's outside, you break in. Like, so, I mean, his offense is very wide receiver friendly. So, you know, it's fun to be a part of. 
you, you, you do need chemistry with your quarterback to pull this stuff off too. And like when you're buried on a depth chart, I imagine there's probably not many opportunities to gain a rapport with Josh Allen. Like, did you even catch many passes from him? Are you, are you on the scout team for the most part? What's it like in practice? Yeah. I mean, for the first like year or two, like, I, I mean, the first year, like, you know, there wasn't like many times there were some times, but you know, it wasn't crazy. And then um, I would say like this past year was probably like the most reps I, I've gotten with him, like in camp and, you know, um, sitting there in preseason and, you know, there'd be times where they throw me in with the ones and stuff like that. And I got to, you know, make some plays with him. So yeah, it definitely takes chemistry and him knowing, you know, how you run a fade route, how you run a slant, how you run, because, you know, everyone does that stuff differently. So yeah. I'm getting at those. It's like, you're, you're, you're gaining all this with Daniel Jones, like in the mm-hmm. games, in the moments that matter. And you found it so fast. Mm-hmm. How have you kind of gotten on the page with, with him and, you know, that's a receiver room out there that's just been gutted by injuries. It, it's crazy what you guys have been through. And you're like the silver lining. I mean, you're like the hope for the now and the future out there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's just taking a lot of just like communication. And I feel like uh, Daniel does a great job of that. You know, like he's a very hardworking, like dedicated quarterback, like always staying after throw routes with people, you know, doing extra meeting time with the receivers to like watch film and get on the same page. So I feel like stuff like that kind of like excels that like just like bond between a wide receiver and quarterback. And it's like, okay, like I know where he's expecting to be. He knows where I'm going to be. And it's just like, it makes it easier in the game. Yeah. What's, what, what's his work ethic really like? You know, I've heard about it and it's, it is kind of rare. That's central to, to what makes him tick. Yeah. Yeah, no, his his work ethic is, like, great. Like, I mean, there's times where, you know, like, I'm one of the last guys in the building and I'm getting an extra lift in and, like, I see him and he's, like, already in there, like, you know, doing med ball slams or, like, all this, like, quarterback-specific stuff and, like, you know, or, like, you know, he's coming up to me and, hey, you know, you, you guys want to stay after for an extra 30 minutes and watch the film real quick? Like, you know, like, he, like, cares about the game and, like, he's, like, you know, trying to take that extra step and, you know, trying to excel, like, you know, his wideouts, his offense, just in general, like you could tell, like he really cares and stuff like that's contagious, you know, like it, it makes other people, you know, want to catch on and rally and do the same thing. So. And you really, I don't need to tell you, this is probably on your head every day, but what an opportunity to be a mainstay, right? I mean, the, the head coach knows you, he knows what makes you tick. Now you're getting that, those reps with the quarterback. Um, You want to win now. I mean, you want to make the playoffs and, and be a champion now, but for the long term. How valuable has it been to just be thrown into the fire, be starting, scoring touchdowns on on a team that's just been decimated by injuries there? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a blessing, man. And, um, you know, I mean, I've prayed a long time for stuff like this, you know, and just like being able to just, you know, kind of showcase my ability and showcase like all the hard work that's coming. You know, I I knew that in Buffalo and I had that mindset, which is why, you know, I wasn't obviously happy that I wasn't playing. But, you know, I, I stayed with that hard work ethic and like dedication just because I knew like my time was going to come eventually whether it was in Buffalo or whether it was with a different team and you know now that I was here like you know I'm I'm just grateful for you know I learn more and more every game like you know the more snaps I get and the more corners I get go against and the more times I play a full four quarters like I really learn you know just like how different teams do stuff and just about the NFL game so like you know I feel like it's just been going pretty smooth for me right now and I just have to you know keep working hard and keep to it. You've always been around the game, obviously, but uh, what was your upbringing really like? I mean, what makes you different, you think, to be, you know, a late-round pick, 
you know, kind of buried on a practice squad for a while. Kind of, you don't know where your career is going to go. A lot of the guys in your position, it's easy to fade away at that point and have to look for a new profession. But you're here. You're catching touchdowns on a playoff caliber team. Um, I, you know, what, what about you? You know, maybe maybe it's your upbringing, your childhood, anything you've been through that kind of makes you equipped to uh, be, be, be a player who does make it and eventually become maybe a star in this league one day. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely, um, you know, credit my father and part of my upbringing, you know, like, I mean, you know, both my parents did a, my mom and my dad did a great job of just um, making sure that I stayed dedicated to things that I love and, you know, honoring God with it. But like, most importantly, just like never quitting, you know, like, you know, my dad played in the NFL. So like you said, I, I got to come and see him and, you know, some of the stuff that he went through and, and hear a lot of the stories, but like, you know, he's been through injuries. He's had high contracts and he's had you know times where he's gotten cut like you know so he's been through like the ups and downs but like one thing he made sure that me and my brother like never did was like quit like whether it was a we we're playing a video game and it was madden or whether we were you know if i signed up for basketball season and i'm like man i don't want to play for this coach anymore like he's like you signed up like you're finishing like you know like it was like one of those things so like you know i feel like just that like that mindset as you said like a lot of people you know have the athletic ability and they have all like, you know, they have every trade and they're big and they're fast. But like, if you don't have that mindset of like, I'm going to outwork everybody. And even if it doesn't go my way, cause a lot of times it's not like, and a lot of times you do deserve it. And you know, you do, you should get the shot, but for whatever reason, it doesn't line up. And you know, like, what are you going to do in that moment? Are you going to get mad and throw a fit and kind of just, Oh, you know, the coaches is that and kind of like quit now your work ethic sucks and that, or you're just going to keep pushing and keep fighting. And, you know, that's stuff that the players helped me with in Buffalo. That's stuff that, you know, my dad helped me with my wife, like just, you know, like everyone just for like keeping me going and just keeping me motivated to like keep that mindset and keep pushing. And, you know, I mean, I hope to instill the same thing into my son one day. So. Yeah. I love it. I feel, you know, hear that again and again from people in the NFL where everybody says, well, everybody's talented at this point to get to the NFL. I mean, you're not a bum. Like you've got yeah. to be able to run a four, 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 five and bench, whatever, and jump, whatever. Every, everybody's talented, but it really does separate guys. It's in those moments. And I, I, I think it gets lost so much in just the coverage of the game. We're so like enamored with analytics and numbers <laughs> and metrics. And I hate all that bullshit. Like it's about, it's a, hu- it's a human game played by humans. And yeah. the humans that are going to not quit and fight through adversity are yeah. the ones that are going to do what you're doing, right? Catch, yeah. Catching touchdowns and introducing yourself to the world. How, yeah. how, how important is that? How, how much of it is just exactly what you said, like fighting through those moments where guys usually quit? Yeah. I mean, it, it's huge, man. It's, it's everything. Like, you you know, like there's always saying, like, if, if you haven't gone through a trial, like, you know, prepare because you're about to go through one, you know, like, and you're either coming out of one or you're going into one. Like, and it's not like, when you hit adversity, I mean, if you hit adversity, it's like when, like, you you know, in the NFL, you're going to hit it, whether it's getting cut or getting hurt or, you know, doing something or dropping a game when it passed or, you know, catching a game when it, you know, whatever it may be, like, you know, there's ups and downs and it's just like staying consistent and like having that mindset, like, of just, you know, like, I, I truly believe like that's one of the more like important things. I mean, you even look at, um, like, you know, like Jordan Poyer, like he, he went to Oregon State. So, you know, like, obviously, like I knew him, you know, and, uh, you know, watched him in college and all that stuff and how good he was. But like, you know, like when he was with my agency, like, you know, my agency used to say all the time, like, man, like he didn't get drafted high because like 
he went to the combine and people didn't like that. He didn't run a fast 40 and like, you know, he didn't pass the eye test and he didn't like look all great and stuff. But like what they didn't see is like, just like his knowledge for the game, like his dog mentality, like how, how bad he really wants it. And like that stuff eventually showed for him, you know, like he went from playing like a hundred snaps in the freaking game in a preseason and like barely making a team to like, now he's an all pro safety, like, you know, has the potential to do it two years back to back. And it's like, like that's because of his mindset and like how hard he really works. And like, you know, no matter what injury I've seen him with, like early in the year when he was batting through that, like he was watching the same amount of film. He was rehabbing. He was, you know, working hard. He was encouraging his teammates. He was doing like all the right things of just like, you know, like I know I'm going to be back. I know my time's going to come. And I feel like that mindset's huge, man. Like so many times, like people just tap out too early, man. Like they're like so close to like, reaching their potential it's like we're here now like we're in the nfl you know and you're like right there like your dreams are right in front of you and you know something doesn't go their way and they kind of tap out like you know you just have to push through that stuff so, so take me through dick your your moments i mean like what when could you have quit even back to those video games and i think you said like a basketball team like what, what are those moments from a young age to being an nfl player where you easily could have tapped out you easily could have quit yet you somehow pushed through yeah. I mean, so, I mean, shoot, there was a bunch, like in high school, like that was the first one that I could think of. It's just like, I think it was like my junior year. And I, at that point I already had like 15 or 20 offers or something for like, you know, um, football. And like, I was going in my senior year and it was like December and it was basketball and we were like, all right. But you know, my coach wanted me so bad and I was a starter and I just didn't feel like playing. And you know, my dad was like, no, like you got to finish, like finish what you're starting, you know? And then I committed to Oregon state or, Okay, yeah, committed to Oregon State and then like literally days before I was about to walk on campus because I was an early enrollee, the or the wide receiver coach who recruited me and like Coach Brandon Cooks and Coach All Those People like took the head coaching job at San Jose State. So like he left. So I very easily could have been like, Oh man, I'm transferring, like I'm you know, this and that and my dad was like, Ah oh, man, like you signed up here, like, you know, like ride it through. Like I have coaching changes happen all the time. It happened to me in the NFL all the time like it is what it is like make the most of your situation so basically stayed there like rode that through um you know I ended up working out for the better and then you know as you said like going into my rookie year and my shoulder stuff had to get shoulder surgery you know that was tough and had to fight through that but you know I knew that had to happen so it was like wasn't as hard on me mentally what was harder was probably my second year and you know I had a real good camp and like I was finally about to play in my first preseason game and and all that and then literally like on my first catch in the preseason like tore my PCL in my knee so then like literally like got cut because of that like you know had to be out for another couple months so that one was just like hard just because of how long I've been waiting to play and like the fact that I was having such a good camp up until that point like I felt like that was the year and then you know it kind of just got cut short so then had to you know stick in there and stick it out for the whole year being on practice squad and stuff but you know, wrote it out and, you know, worked harder this offseason than I ever had before. And, you know, now I'm here. So. God, I, I forgot about that. Who was that coach that was at Oregon State that went to San Jose? I think I talked to him. Um, coach Brennan. Coach uh, um, Brett Brennan, I think, or something yeah, like okay. that. Okay. Sounds familiar. But, yeah, you're right with the transfer portal stuff today. I mean, everybody's just you're, – you're going somewhere else. Like, uh, this isn't what I yeah. – this isn't like the, the yellow brick road that I had in my mind. I'm going – like, it's – it is kind of rare to just stick with a decision like that now, 2022. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with, with the Bills, yeah. though, is it, there's got to be some motivation because they saw you, they knew you, they saw how you worked. 
Um, yet, I mean, mm-hmm. here they are scrambling at wide receiver, like bringing Cole back, bringing mm-hmm. John Brown back, and shit, you were there the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I know you love everybody there, but is there? can you draw any motivation from? I mean, that team didn't want you, and you, you go somewhere that did want you. Uh, as a competitor, I imagine there's some of that to you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some motivation, you know. I just – you know, it's it's kind of like both worlds. Like I knew there was like business sides of it, and you know, like they they had to make some moves, and they were hoping to, you know, sneak me to the pack squad and then re-sign me to the active in a couple weeks, and you know, like do all that. But you know, as you said, like you know, kind of happened where like you know they had to make the decision they made, and you know the Giants picked me up. So you know, there's a little bit of motivation there, but it's nothing like insane or like too crazy to the point where like. I'm mad at them or hate them or this and this, you know, like I understand that, you know, it's business and that's the, you know, the profession that we're in and, you know, it can happen to anybody at any given time. I mean, there's pro bowlers and whatever who get cut all the time. So, you know, like, you know, sometimes you just have to roll with the punches and, you know, just keep your head down and keep working. Were you worried at all? I mean, you have a son, like that, that becomes your, your whole world. I think I remember you even, I was just looking at your, your Instagram, like when you had it, like, this is my motivation. This is my world. Like, this is what I'm living for. And I, I know that feeling having a couple of kids and the dream is kind of in question at that point. Like what, what, what's yeah. even going to happen with this game? That's, that's a hard place to be mentally. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was. You know, I think it was harder mentally, mentally just because it literally like came out of nowhere. Like, I mean, I was on the active for like five weeks or something like that. And like, I don't know, like I was, you know, kind of just playing my role, practicing hard and, you know, kind of being that fifth, sixth receiver, like on game day and stuff, going in when they need me. And like, literally like out of nowhere, just like, you know, got the phone call and it's like, you know, Hey, like come in the building. Like, you know, and I'm like, dang, like, so it just happened out of nowhere. So it's like, you know, part of me, you know, kind of sat there and was like, dang, you know, like, how is this going to work, you know, and like moving and this, like, you know, what are we going to do? Like, what if, you know, this is that, but, you know, like in in those times, like, you know, I just, you know, leaned on my support system, you know, leaned on, um, you know, my wife and my family, you know, lean on God and just a lot of like prayer and a lot of just like trust and just like, like knowing that he was going to guide me and take me where he wanted me. And, you know, that was part of what happened. Like, that night, like, I literally was just saying, like, in my room with my wife, like, you know, just take a, take, take us where you want. Like, and, you know, like, then literally the next day, like, from like, everything's down here and it's like, oh, like, everything sucks. Like, and, you know, I'm just going to go in and sign this practice squad contract. And then, like, literally, like, start getting a bunch of FaceTime calls from Dayball and Joe Sheen and everyone and stuff. And they're just like, yo, like, we just claimed you, like, get on a flight in two hours. And I'm like, oh my God, like, are you serious? Like, and they're like, yeah, like, you know, like we got to get your physical done and this and that. And I'm like, so it's just like a roller coaster of emotions, man. So, you know, it, it, it was, it was challenging at first and then, you know, ended up being a real, you know, obviously positive thing. So, so much has happened with you as a giant already. I had to like Google search. That was November. That was November. The first week of, that was not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, man. So you, you were going through these ups and downs with the bills this season and you're a part of it. You're practicing. You think you're going to have a role. Like how, how does it go down? Like when you get released, like who calls you and like, how do you find out? Because like you said, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a call just from like the um, kind of like, just like some of the people who like work for the bills that are kind of like, 
you know, like head up or like, you know, handle that kind of like work and stuff for like releases and stuff and all the paperwork or whatever. And they were like, you know, like Brandon B wants to you in his office, you know, met with him and McDermott and they kind of explained everything to me and they were hoping to get me back. And, you know, they just had to make some roster moves because of, you know, Jordan being hurt at the time and all that stuff. So, you know, I was like, all right, like understand. And they were like, we have to wait, you know, for the 24 hours from now to see if you got claimed or not. And if not, like, we'll see you back in the building tomorrow. So, you know, for 24 hours, you know, like I was just sitting, you know, in the house and chilling and my wife was at work. So, you know, I was just, you know, chilling with my son and watching him. And, you know, he <laughs> I was, was, what he was those 24 hours really like for you? What, no, what are you doing yeah, there? Like, it was just like, a, a, like talking to my agent, like a lot of thinking, like, you know, we were kind of just like, you know, like talk about possibilities. And then like my son was taking a nap and, it was around like four o'clock. So he was just about to get up from his nap. And I was actually just like at home playing video games. And I was just like chilling. And then my agent had texted me and he was like, bro, Giants. And I was like, like what? Like, you know, like, is he just like saying like, we should go to the Giants or like this and this or like, what is he saying? And then like literally like a minute after that, like that's when I started getting just a bunch of text messages and calls and everything, like the whole Giants front office. And I was like, oh my gosh, like dang. Like, and then, you know, had to go back in to the stadium and like you know drop off the ipad and the playbook and everything and say my goodbyes to like everyone half the players didn't even know like they were just like are you coming back in to sign the practical contract and i'm like nah the giants claim me like i'm leaving tonight and they were like what like no way like you know just like you know kind of like like bittersweet because you know they were excited to see me get an opportunity and see me play but you know like a lot of them didn't want me to leave you know and kind of like miss the relationship we had and stuff so you know it, it was the same it was it was bittersweet for me too that's got to be a surreal feeling when you literally hand the iPad back and you're like, you're leaving this place, you know? I mean, it's, and I mean, you're, you're tight with Isaiah. Like, are you saying goodbye? Is it like, you know, a, a warm embrace and like emotional and yeah. all that? No, it, I, you know, Isaiah, he, he tries to hide his emotions <laughs> a lot and stuff like yeah. that, but it, it was funny because it was like that night it, we were actually all hanging out and it was me, Isaiah and Zach Moss and Zach, like, already had got traded at that point so like he was leaving the next day like and so we were like talking about him and all his possibilities and then like Isaiah you know he just likes to like joke around a lot and so he was like yeah like Zach could leave I guess whatever but if you leave like or get claimed like well I don't know what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sick like and then like no nobody thought like I didn't really think like you know I was like ah like you know like it's probably not gonna happen and then literally like it happened and Isaiah was just like no like you know kind of just like kind of like that dagger to him and stuff, but you know, he's, uh, we, we stay close, man. We FaceTime all the time and, yeah. you know, um, you know, I, I always talk to him. He talks to me and, um, you know, we've always talked about football and, you know, just like what's happening in our own little worlds and stuff. So where, where does this go from here? Like what's, what, I know we're just kind of starting in your career. Like this is hopefully the, just, just the, the tip of the iceberg, but where do you want this thing to go? What do you envision? What are you manifesting right now? Yeah. I mean, shoot, you know, like, you know, right now, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm just trying to finish the season strong and, you know, um, um, you know, help my team win games, you know, get into these playoffs and, you know, do what I can do as a receiver. But I mean, like, I, I really feel like the sky's the limit for me. Like, you know, like, I feel like, you know, there's been so much instilled in me, like just from Buffalo and from all those players and coaches and stuff that like, I have the potential to, you know, you know, be a good receiver in this league. You know, I mean, I wrote down like earlier in my notes, like thinking that I was going to be like, like the fifth, sixth man in Buffalo, 
for a whole year and stuff. Like I wrote down like goals for a year and I was like, oh, you know, get, um, get like 200 yards and get two touchdowns. Like on the, like I, I just wrote down those goals and can you hear me? I, I lost you when you said you were writing down goals. Sorry, my internet's shaky. I, you good. You good. I, I, got you um, now, I, I was yeah. saying like early in the year, er, early in the year, I was uh, just like writing down goals in my notes. Like when I was in Buffalo at the time, thinking I was just going to be like the fifth, sixth receiver on the team. So I was like, uh, you know, like two hundred yards on the year, like two touchdowns. You know, something like you know that would be a, a good little start. And like you know, like this year, like just in a couple games of being with the Giants, like you know, I've you know already met like all that stuff. Yeah. Like and would have three touchdowns and even more yards with some like penalties and other stuff like called back, you know, but like, and we still have four games left and, you know, I, I wasn't here for OTAs or camps, you know, to really like do all that and get the chemistry, like you said. So I feel like, man, like just, you know, the sky's the limit. And I just, <clears throat> I just got to continue just to work hard and stay humble and stay, you know, hungry. And, you know, no matter if it's a contract or not, or if it's, you know, whatever it may be, you know, just, you know, staying in that, like, you know, like, I mean, I feel like, the perfect representation that is like digs, you know, just staying in that like attack mentality, like all the time. Like you see so many receivers in the league who like ball out and get paid. And then like, after they get paid, it's like, what happened? You know, like, and it's like, Oh, like a lot of people just play for money. And then if you just play for money, once you get the money, it's like, stop really working hard. Like, you're like, oh, okay, like I'm cool. Like whatever. Like, like digs is like <laughs> the one dude, man, like you could give this dude, however many millions you want and he's still like man like i'm going out there to get more like i'm going out there to attack like i'm going to be a hall of famer like i'm going to break records i'm going to you know like leave a legacy and like that is just like a mindset that i want to take on like every single year in the nfl so what does that look like up close isaiah like how crazy is this dude day to day when yeah. he's just in that attack mode no it's crazy man i mean even some of the the Giants, like, players are just asking me, like, you know, how's it like at digs? Like, how's he like at practice? You know, a lot of people could just be like, oh, you know, like, he's the number one wide receiver, probably, like, doesn't practice that hard. It does this, and it's like, no, like, he's, like, one of the most, like, competitive dudes, like, yelling at practice, like, you know, like, constant communicating, like, locked in his own, like, winning one-on-ones, like, doing everything. Like, he's really, like, practice is, like, a game for him, you know? Like, and that's why he goes out in the game, and it's, like, easy, and he makes it catches he makes because, like, he does that stuff in practice, like, consistently. So, like, you know, he's, you know, he's inspired me to definitely, like, take practice serious and, like, you know, go hard all the time and kind of set that tone for your team, so. You seem like such a nice family man, nice dad. Like, do, do you have that digs, <laughs> digs, like, uh, anger within yeah, that can just be yeah, unleashed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the first time that, we're meeting, obviously. Yeah, that 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 stuff definitely comes out on, on game day, you know, for sure. I mean, you know, Dig Dig's kinda like, you know, he like he's like kinda like the same way, man. Like he's like a real good dude. Like, you know, like you you meet him, you talk with him, or you know, you see him at an event, like he real polite, like real like just like you know, good manners, like respectable. Like he respects everyone, like no matter high or low on the totem pole status. But like once he steps on that field, it's like it's go time. Like it's a whole, it's a whole different guy, you know. So like you know, being able to make that switch up, I think is good. So. You gotta kind of be an asshole out there. He's got yeah. he's got that to him, right? If you're if you're a receiver, you have to think that way out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're trying to attack and kill the DB every play. Like you're trying to, you know, sit there and give me the ball. Like you know, throw it first him like you know he can't he can't stop me and you have to have the mentality if not then you don't have that confidence mentality you know it's that's half the battle right there 